What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video, you know And uh, today I'm gonna be telling you guys the story of a time I got stalked not a not a pleasant time in my life Okay, a little less pleasant than the time I put this episode is brought to you by Bumble So you want to find someone you're compatible with specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection Totally open to having kids in the future is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays Just as much as you do Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you So whatever it is you're looking for Bumble's features can help you find it date now on Bumble this episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. my grandma down the stairs in her wheelchair but that's no big deal basically this story takes place a couple months ago i didn't talk about it at the time because uh, i didn't want them to know that i was uh, aware of their stockish behavior because i feel like that would have ended up with me in a body bag at the bottom of the lake and i'm not trying to die you know anyways as i was saying i, I had a stalker for a little bit when i say stalker i mean somebody basically um found out all my private information that i don't tell anybody on the internet and ended up showing up outside my house and knocking on my door and uh, now that I've moved and, and I'm kind of on my own I figured I could uh, finally tell this story so you guys could understand the depths of what happens when you're really uh, a raccoon on the internet you know it's rough out here so one day I was scrolling through Twitter, you know, looking through my mentions as I normally do. I, I try to look at everybody's tweets that they send my direction and at least like them or let them know that I saw them because I do appreciate everything you guys do for me. And I saw this person had tweeted at me about 25 times saying follow me. And I figured I was like, you know what? I press one button and their day's made. So I'll drop a follow on them. They'll be happy. I'll be happy. I'll feel good about myself. Everybody wins. You know, I'll pat myself on the back. They'll be happy. They got the follow. No one loses in this situation. So I follow them and almost instantly my inbox starts getting flooded with DMs from them. Basically being like, oh, I love you so much. Like, I know that we're meant to be together. You're my soulmate. I have no doubt that I'm going to marry you. All this creepy stuff, you know? And I, I just followed you on Twitter. I'm not trying to get married, all right? It might have a nice ring to it, but that would imply commitment. And I ain't down for that. So I politely respond and go, ha ha, nice joke, like funny, uh, please don't DM me so much because it kind of blows up my inbox and I don't like it. Trying my best to be respectful, right? And, and that's, that's where I went wrong. You see, I should have just left it alone. I should have blocked him right then and there because the next two, three weeks of my life were some of the scariest that I've ever seen. So right when I say, you know, please don't DM me as much. I like my privacy. Like, I'm not going to unfollow you, but please just back off a little bit. They start being like, no, 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 I'm serious. Like, I know that we're supposed to be together. And they start dropping information in this chat that there's no way anybody could know. Like, where I went to high school, what elementary school I went to, my childhood best friends that I don't even follow on Instagram or Twitter just some really weird stuff like only somebody that's done some real deep digging on me would be ever to know and and I'm getting scared at this point okay because anybody that comes in my DMs talking about how God told them that we were supposed to be together and starts knowing all my private information when I don't know them is a pretty intimidating sight to see and at this point I'm like oh so so this is how it ends I'm gonna wake up one day with this person holding a pillow over my face saying I, I can't have you nobody can and that's gonna be the end of it so I do the sensible thing at this point I send them a DM saying I really don't like the invasion of privacy and 
and then I block them. You know, I, I tried to be nice. All this started with me trying to be a nice guy, and I learned my lesson. Basically, if anyone's nice, you have to punch them in the face immediately so they don't get too comfortable. That's the rules. So I am a little freaked out, but I move on. I'm like, okay, I blocked them. Someone knows my information. Whatever. If people find out, they find out. This sucks, but I, I guess that's my life now. And then somehow it gets worse. I guess this crazy person really just thought me blocking them was me playing hard to get or something because suddenly I start getting phone calls on my cell phone from this person being like, Scrubby, I need you to call me. It's super important. I, I need to tell you something. Please, please, please call me back. And I'm like, uh, no, it's not happening because my phone number is not public information. As surprising as it may sound, I don't go to every subscriber I have and be like, by the way, shoot me a text whenever you need something. So somehow this person not only has all this information they also have my phone number and are calling me and begging me to call them back so at this point I'm just about to poop myself. So I block their number and I go to Verizon and I change my number, which was a big hassle by the way. You know how hard it is to change your number and have to go back through after you've had the number for like 10 years and tell every contact that you updated your number and you have to go through and change all your account numbers. So thank you for that crazy stalker person. I really appreciate you making me spend about a week and a half just changing every phone number on every account that I have. You're a real piece of work. I love how I'm getting stalked and the thing I'm complaining about the most is the fact that I had to change my Xbox account's phone number. So like I said, I changed my phone number, make all my accounts the new phone number, and I'm like, broom, problem solved. Now they can't call me. I blocked them on Twitter. There's nothing else that they could possibly do. And that's when it happens. Uh, I was out and about one day, hanging out with some friends. I think I went and got my hair cut. I, I don't know why that's important to the story, but it was a fresh cut. I did look pretty dapper, not trying to blag or anything. Blag, blag, brag, brag. There's a word. And so I come home and my dad's like, oh, your friend was here looking for you earlier. And I was like, what do you mean? What friend? And he goes, yeah, somebody came to the door and said, hey, is Scrubby here? And I thought it was kind of weird that they call you by your YouTube name, but uh, I told him that you weren't home and that you'd be back later. And I was like, that's odd because no one I know in real life calls me Scrubby. Everybody just calls me Ryan. Even, even my subscribers call me Ryan a majority of the time. Like, I really don't get called Scrubby very often. So I thought that was a little bizarre, but I go about my day. And then later that night, I get a DM on Instagram and they go, hey, stop by your house today. You weren't home, LOL. Should I come back later? And it's the same username as the person that I blocked on Twitter after they called me and stalked me and said we were supposed to be together. So at this point, I'm like, oh, I, I'm 100% going to die. This crazy stalker person not only is calling me, finding out this information, knows my address, shows up to my house. This is the type of crazy that you see in the movies. This is not supposed to happen to me. And I wasn't even a huge YouTuber at the time. I think I only had like what, 200,000 subscribers two months ago? So it, it was not the situation I was expecting. And I'm sure you're asking, Scrubby, oh wise one, how in the world did you get out of this situation with the crazier stalker lady? Well, I DM'd her back on Instagram. I said, oh yeah, that's not my address anymore. Ha ha, I moved. Gave her, gave her an address of a house like four streets down. Said, this is where I live now and then blocked her on Instagram. So uh, to whoever's house address I gave out, I hope you never got broken into or someone tried to rob your house because um, if they did, that's kind of my bad and I haven't heard from them since so I'm pretty sure they got the message or moved on or something but uh, if you are watching this video please please don't contact me again I really don't want you to show up at my house that's weird and so uh, this story takes place when I was a sophomore in high school no big deal it was just the most confusing weird year of my entire life okay it was basically the plot of a romantic comedy every single turn I was constantly getting my heart shattered by some random girl and this time was no exception okay except this time was the L of the century I'm talking a rice gum level L you ever had your girlfriend stolen by the weird emo kid that like sniffs glue in the corner and listens to my chemical romance so loud that people in the next classroom can hear it because um that that's exactly what happened to me okay and i'm still to this day upset over how big this l was 
I was dating this girl for a while. I would say like two or three months at this point. And things were going okay. I liked her. I mean, I wasn't like super attached, but you know, it was a relationship and I obviously cared about her. And in my head, I thought everything was going fine, okay? I'm a nice guy. I'm handsome. You know how it is. Raccoon gang for life. And so I figured that there was nothing to be worried about. There was nothing that would really put our relationship on the rocks because we didn't really have any issues. But uh, as the relationship progressed a little bit, she started to get really close with this weird emo kid. And I mean like the type of kid that raw XDs in the Discord chat, okay? And, and I've, I've always loved emo-ish music. Like, punk rock is definitely my favorite type of music. I'm not talking just about a kid that's into that music, okay? I'm talking this is the type of kid that sits in the corner and always is like, uh, my life is like a draining swamp. There's no Shrek in it. I, I, don't, I don't know what that was, but basically this man is the type of dude to cry over Shrek 3, okay? And that's the worst Shrek. And she starts getting really close with him, but I'm like, ah, no threat there, okay? This dude clearly is a potato. There's, there's no reason why I should be worried about this in my relationship. But then things start, start to get weird. She starts going to him with problems about our relationship. And fellas, if you're ever in a relationship and she starts to have a guy best friend she complains to about you, that's a sign that you better run, okay? And I mean run faster than Usain Bolt in the Olympics, okay? So anyways, they keep getting closer. She's telling him about all of our problems and I'm starting to get uncomfortable. I'm starting to think there might be more to this story, okay? So one day we get in a fight and I basically tell her like, I don't like emo kid. I think he's weird. I think he's into you and, and I don't like the fact that you're constantly telling him about our problems, which I think is pretty fair. And she promises me, oh no, emo kid's just a friend. Ha ha ha. And like I said, this dude was weird. He probably ate glue. Actually, no, I did see him eat glue. We were in art class together. He was that weird, okay? He was a glue-eating emo kid that RAR XDs. I didn't think it was gonna be bad. But anyways, after I have this conversation with my girlfriend about how I don't like emo kid, the next day, he walks up to me at lunch and is like, don't you dare try to ruin my friendship. She's the only friend I have left. Da 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 da. I can't believe you would say that. And I'm like, listen, bro, I don't, I don't have anything personal against you. I don't like you, but like, no beef. I don't want to fight you or anything, but I just don't like how close you are with my girlfriend. Like, that's fine. You guys want to be friends? That's cool. But you constantly hearing about our relationship issues, I'm just not cool with because I don't know you, right? And he starts like growling at me. I mean, growling. The emo kid is growling at me at lunch. You know how weird it is to have this emo kid growling at you because you said you don't like that your girlfriend talks to him about her problems? So here I am getting growled at by a Hot Topic poster, bro. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, I'm gonna make sure that you guys break up. I won't let her date you. Rah, 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 rah. And I'm like, bro, you are so angry. Please stop growling, first of all. Second of all, brush your teeth. Your voice smells. Your voice smells. Your breath smells. That's what I meant to say. It was all just, it was all just, ugh. It was a mess, okay? So this kid's clearly angry. I got an angry emo kid on me now, bro. And I'm kind of nervous because this is the type of weird emo kid that's gonna like try to sacrifice my soul to Satan without my permission, okay? And at this point, I'm about to break up with my girlfriend because if she's gonna be with weird emo kid who's gonna threaten and growl at me over lunch, then I, I, I just, I just don't want to deal with it. So anyways, things calm down for a little bit. And that weekend, I get a Snapchat from one of my friends and he goes, yo, your girlfriend's here holding hands with emo kid and sends me a Snapchat. And they're like walking around the mall, holding hands, being flirty and stuff. And at this point, I'm like, oh my God, weird growling emo kid just stole my girlfriend. This is no meme. This is DEFCON 1 situation. I just got swagger jacked by a kid who drinks highlighter ink. What is going on? So I call her and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, nothing. I'm like, no, 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 like, I know. I know what's up. The gig is up. I know you're cheating on me with emo kid. And she's like, oh, he just understands me and da da da. I think we're better, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you could have just broken up with me, you know? Like, if you want to date emo kid, that's that's totally cool, bro. Like, whatever. I, I don't care. You do you. I'm not pressed about the breakup. But, like, you didn't have to go around holding hands with him at the mall, okay? And then he takes the phone and is like, bro, don't talk to her. You know that da 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 da. And I'm like, all right, all right, listen, angry emo kid. First of all, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you like think that I have some massive issue with you. I don't. I knew there was some suspicious stuff going on. That's why I didn't like you. And you just confirmed all my suspicions. So I was right to not like you all along. And at this point, he's probably growling at me some more, some weird emo XD stuff. And I'm like, whatever, whatever. I don't really care about the relationship much at this point. If you want to cheat on me with emo kid, you're more than welcome to. Like, I'm done. I'm over this. I broke up with her. And uh, they ended up dating for like two months before they broke up. And emo kid wrote a bunch of emo songs about it. And um, yeah, moral of the story is uh, if your girlfriend's ever besties with an emo kid, then she's probably cheating on you. And uh, you're going to get swagger jacked by an angry emo kid. That's the L. That's the biggest L of my life. But uh, surprisingly, that's not the only run-in I had with this particular emo kid in high school. A couple years later, we had another issue. So, um, you know what? I'll make you guys a deal. If this video gets 5,000 likes, we'll talk about part two. And, and in which the angry emo kid and I, um... Got, got into it a little bit. And yeah, without further ado, let's get into the story. As you can tell from the title, this is the story of a time that people stole my dog. Um, it's, it's not a pleasant one, okay? It involves a party, me being angry, people getting salty at me being angry, and then them stealing my dog. So basically like a romantic comedy, except without the romance, you know, just comedy. And, and before anyone freaks out, my dog is fine. He's safe. He's downstairs. He's being a little chill beagle, sitting back, relaxing, eating some bacon. You know how it goes. And without further ado, let's get right into the story. When I was in high school, I had some friends. I know that's surprising. Okay, the weird raccoon guy who makes stories on the internet had people that wanted to hang out with them in real life, but um, they were there. And one weekend, I was like, you know, I'm gonna throw a little party. Me and my friends are gonna get together, play some water pong because PG-13 story time guidelines. Please don't demonetize me, Susan. And, uh, and, and just have a good time, you know? So I invite some people over, and I guess somebody that I invited decided that they wanted to invite people too because um, as the party gets going, it gets way crazier than I expected. I was expecting like 12 people, and at this point, there's 30, 40 people standing in my living room slack jawed like Dora the Explorer looking at a blank map. And I was not expecting this. And as it starts to get more and more out of control, I'm realizing that I'm in a bit of a pickle. But so far, nobody that I really hate has shown up yet, so it's not that big of a deal. But as the party keeps going and people start to uh, drink a lot of water, they start to act a little bit differently, you know? They start to get a little bit out of control, and I'm not having it, all right? You see, my parents were out of town, and the last thing I wanted to do was spend the rest of my relaxing weekend without my parents cleaning the house. So I'm like, all right, I need to start toning things down. So I decide I'm going to cut everybody off. No more water. No more water, all right? So I, I decide to start putting the water away, and some drunk girl decides to... Oh, she's not drunk. She's on water. Ah! I messed up. You get what I'm trying to say. So this girl has really, really, really drank a lot of water, okay? She is definitely hydrated. She is so hydrated. I mean, her skin is popping. That's how hydrated she is. And um, she decides to get a little angry with me. And it's like, why are you putting away the water? Da -da -da -da, you're ruining the party, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, look, it's my house. Y'all are getting out of control. The last thing I want is someone getting slammed through a ping pong table like a backpack kid getting slammed into recommended. That, that video really did slap. So I'm like, look, you're getting cut off. I'm taking away the water. I'm sorry. You know, you've, you've clearly had more than enough. Trust me because you're acting like you, uh, you're, you're really hydrated. So cool it. And I guess that just rubbed her the wrong way because her and her little clique of five Barbies that all look anorexic Cheerio-ish decide that they're just gonna leave the party because I'm ruining it, I'm taking away everyone's good time, and honestly, good riddance, I didn't watch you there in the first place, Brittany. If you're watching this video, I hate you, and you're never allowed to come drink water at my house again. So whatever, they leave, and I'm like, fine, problem solved, everybody goes back to having a good time, there's no more water, but no one's really minding, we're just hanging out, talking, the party starts to slowly leave, you know, it's just me and the original 12 people I wanted over, and I'm like, oh, I, I gotta feed my dog. So I go, I get the dog food, and I put it in the bowl, and only one dog comes to eat, which is weird, because the dog that is missing 
really, really loves to eat. He's like, a, he's a, he's a fiend. Okay, you put the food in the bowl, and he's over there chowing down on it, like Kim Kardashian chowing down on anyone with a relative clout in order to make herself more famous, right? So at this point, I'm kind of panicking. Okay, I don't know if he got, you know, fed chocolate in the backyard or if like he broke his leg and is limping somewhere. I, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm worried about my dog because I love my dog with my entire heart. And then I decided to pull out my phone and, and start, you know, checking to see. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. if anybody has seen my dog. So I start texting people from the party and I realize I have a Snapchat from the drunk girl that I kicked out earlier. And I open it and there she is and in her car is my dog. Pendleton is chilling on the seat, looking fresh as hell in the Mercedes. You know how he is. He is a, he is a good looking dog. I'm not gonna lie. And she's like, look what we have. And so I snap her back. I'm like, what? why do you have my dog? Please bring my dog home. And she's like, no, I'm getting all sassy with me. And I'm like, look, 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 look. You know what? You want to take, you know, a magnet off the fridge. You want to take something from my house. That's fine. But you can't take my dog, Brittany, okay? I didn't know you were this drunk to the point you thought kidnapping a dog would be okay. I'm sorry. Ah, did I say drunk again? I meant, I meant hydrated. So as the conversation goes on, she's like, I'm not giving you your dog back till you apologize for embarrassing me. And I'm like, listen, you're not gonna hold my dog hostage for an apology, okay? Do you think my apology is a ransom note? You're gonna bring me back my dog or there's gonna be issues. She's like, I'm not bringing him back till you apologize. So at this point, I give uh, the really hydrated girl an ultimatum. I go, look, here are your options. You either bring my dog back or I call the police and report you for having him. I've screenshotted all the Snapchats. I know you have him. You have 20 minutes to get him back to my house or I swear the police are going to get involved. And she starts messaging me. Oh, you're a snitch. It was all a prank. Like we were just joking around. Haha, ha, it's not that serious. And I'm like, yeah, it's not that serious. You just have my dog in a car with a bunch of really hydrated people when I'm trying to go to sleep. So bring my dog back. You have 20 minutes or the cops are getting called. And 15 minutes later, this car pulls up. My dog hops out. He starts running down the street. I have to go chase down my dog. It's not even like they could bring him to the front door. They're that disrespectful. And, and I'm freaking out. I'm thinking like, what? Did they feed my dog some antifreeze or something? I'm, I'm freaking out. He's fine. He comes in. He eats his food. He goes to sleep. He's chilling. I don't think he even knows what was going on because um, he's, he's a dog. And the girl Snapchats me and go, all I wanted was an apology. And I'm like, yeah, I I'm not apologizing to you, okay? I might have apologized for embarrassing you if you wouldn't have, I don't know, stolen my dog and tried to kidnap him and hold him hostage for an apology, but you're definitely not getting it now. So, moral of the story, don't let really hydrated people into your house and people you don't know get hydrated in your house because they might steal your dog and try to hold him hostage until you apologize for embarrassing them, and that's not fun for anybody. If, uh, if you're watching this video, hydrated person, I, I really, really hope your life got together because you were an absolute train wreck and you shouldn't steal people's dogs. On that note, guys, that's gonna do it with the video. My dog is safe and, um, I just, I just thought this was a funny story. This one is not a story about me, okay? This one is about a friend of mine, a, a good friend of mine, who actually ended up getting dumped and losing his two-year relationship over Fortnite and, uh, that, that's quite the L, okay? Uh, not to make a Fortnite pun, but I'm pretty sure I did the take the L dance on him while he was crying in the shower over their breakup. Up. Not really. Okay, I'm a good friend. I would never do the take the L dance on my friend while he was crying. It was after. 
after he was crying. So as you guys know, I'm, I'm a pretty big gamer, okay? I play a lot of video games, and I mean like a lot of video games. And because of that, I have quite a lot of friends that are gamers as well and are definitely heavy into the scene. Some more than others, and this guy was definitely higher up there. Basically, this guy was always convinced he was going to be a pro gamer. He was a really, really nice guy, but he never had the skills to cut it as a pro gamer, but it didn't prevent him from trying on every popular game to go pro. And uh, Fortnite was no exception, okay? This guy definitely thought he was going to be the next ninja. He was, he was a streamer. He was doing what he could, and I have to support it because, you know, that's what friends do. You support your friends. And at the time, he lived with his now ex-girlfriend, and they basically both worked a job. They were paying rent, and, and they were getting by. It wasn't easy to get by. Like, definitely not to the point where this guy could do what he did. But we'll get there. We'll get there. This guy was spending 8 to 12 hours a day playing Fortnite, you know? And when you're working a, a job that's barely getting you by, and then you're ignoring your girlfriend for the other 12 hours of the day because you're too busy playing video games, it puts a strain on the relationship, alright? Not gonna lie, the girlfriend had, had pretty good reasons to be mad, because I think if I lived with my girlfriend and she was playing Fortnite for 12 hours a day and just not talking to me and getting mad at me every time I opened the door, I, I would definitely be a little angry too. And just to clarify, this guy and I are, are not friends anymore, but, you know, it, it's a funny story, so I figured I'd tell it. So like I said, this guy is playing Fortnite 8 to 12 hours a day on stream, convincing everyone he's going to be the next ninja, spending an absurd amount of money on V-Bucks, and like I said, they are barely getting by as it is. So definitely not enough to be dropping $500 on V-Bucks every month. And this was right around the time that the Samsung Galaxy S9 was going to come out, which had this like Fortnite skin for it, a super rare Fortnite skin. It was the Galaxy skin, and I don't know why, but this guy was convinced that if he got the Galaxy skin, he was going to become a big streamer. Like, hands down, his girlfriend couldn't be mad at him if he went out and spent a thousand dollars on a phone because it was gonna make him huge on Twitch and then he was gonna pay for everything. And they had a joint bank account at the time because they were living together and probably not the best idea in retrospect once I get to the head of the story, but uh, they had a joint bank account where they shared all their money. And the last thing you want to do is share a bank account with a neckbeard with a Fortnite addiction. That's, that's just the rules. So he's every day we're talking being like, oh, I'm just gonna buy it, dude. Like, she can't be mad at me because my channel's really gonna take off once I get the Galaxy skin and she, she really just can't be mad at me, da 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 da, and I'm like, listen man, probably shouldn't take a thousand dollars from your joint bank account without asking her or telling her first, it, ju it just seems like a bad idea. And he's like, nah man, like, she really won't be mad, my channel's gonna take off. Um, I, I don't know why he thought a Fortnite cosmetic skin was gonna really make his channel take off, but he was sold on the idea. And every time I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, I really don't think it's a good idea, I think you should talk to her, I wouldn't just do it, you're, you're gonna make her mad, you're gonna like, you're gonna ruin everything. And he's just, no, no man, you don't know, she's super supportive like she'd let me she'd let me she'd let me so one day i get online and log into fortnite and he joins my lobby and he's got a galaxy skin and i'm like oh you asked your girlfriend and he goes no i i, I just bought it and i'm like you what he's like yep I, I just went out and bought it um i haven't told her yet and i'm like well that that was a really 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 bad idea dude i don't know about you but if i was in a relationship and my girlfriend just went out and took a thousand dollars without talking to me about it or anything i i would be pretty pissed like sure it's a joint bank account it's both your guys's money but it's still important to communicate with your girlfriend what you're doing when you're gonna do it so i'm basically just waiting for this taking time bomb to go off and i hear his girlfriend coming home and he's like oh she's home and she walks into his room and before he can even say anything she goes what did you spend a thousand dollars on and he's like uh and just doesn't have an answer he's just speechless and then she goes did you buy that stupid phone and he's like well it's not stupid it's gonna and she's like really 
Really, dude? You took $1,000 from our bank account to buy a phone? And he's like, whoa, it's really gonna help my stream. She's like, no, 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 no. Here's the problem. You have to be entertaining to be a good streamer, and you're not. And I'm like, damn, that, that one hurt me deep, okay? I'm not even the streamer in the situation, and my feelings are hurt. So she starts laying into him about how he's so irresponsible and dumb, and all he ever does is play this stupid game. And she's like, you know what? I'm done. And he's like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm done. I can't date a 12-year-old anymore. You're 12 years old. You're spending all of our money on Fortnite skins. You bought a phone without my permission from our joint bank account, and I'm done. I'm done. Get out. And he's like, no, let's be rational about this. And she's like, no, I'm done. Get out. And so he comes back to Discord and goes, yo, I, I gotta go, bro, and leaves the call. And, um, <laughs> yeah, he, he really, really, really got dumped over a Fortnite skin. I wouldn't really call it over a Fortnite skin. I think that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Moral of the story, don't take money from your girlfriend, don't ignore her for 12 hours a day, and um, if you are going to buy a phone, at least talk to the person whose money you're gonna take half of to do it with. Just some general relationship advice, people really don't like when half their money goes missing mysteriously, J just a rule of thumb. And uh, yeah, on that note, let's get right into the video. Uh, as you can tell from the title, today I'm gonna be telling you guys the story of the time I, uh, I, I found something on the dark web that I really, really regret. And uh, for anyone watching this that wants to go on the dark web, I wouldn't recommend it. It's a scary place. It's like the internet with no rules. So like think about Twitter, but with people that actually could cyberbully you in real life. Cyberbully you in real life. Okay, you guys get what I'm trying to say. It's a pretty scary place. There's scary things out there. So one night, me, Cyrus, and Benji were sitting in a Discord call talking about how the dark web was pretty terrifying and the fact that we can only see like 5% of the internet should scare us because there's a lot of crazy stuff out there. So naturally, when you have a bunch of uh, really stupid people in a Discord call talking about scary things, eventually somebody said, oh, well, we should go on the dark web. Web, it'll be sick. And I don't know how I got suckered into it because I immediately knew it was a bad idea, but pretty soon I'm screen sharing on Discord and I'm the one downloading Tor and getting ready to do all this crazy stuff because uh, Cyrus and Benji, well, they're just, they peer pressured me, okay? I'm gonna be honest here. I, I was pressured. I was beaten. They strapped me to a chair, pulled out a car battery and said, if you don't do it, we will electrocute you through your little pepperoni nips. And I wasn't playing games. So we get on the dark web and we start looking immediately through directories. We're like Googling websites that would be fun to go on just to goof off. And, uh, and as we're doing all this stuff, there's links on pages and stuff and I, I'm just kind of clicking around. I didn't think this through okay. It was really late. We were all just laughing, having a good time, thinking that we were, you know, internet hackers. And eventually we stumble upon this like directory thing with a bunch of links on it. And not knowing anything about the dark web, we're like, all right, well, let's just start clicking on them and see what happens. And, and this, this is where the mistakes start to be made. So about halfway down the page, there's a link and I don't remember the, the start, but there's a backslash and then I see you. Like I, and then my eyes are looking at you basically. And Cyrus goes, click on that one. And I, I have a bad feeling. I'm like, no, 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 no. Listen, we're on the dark web. The last thing I want to click on is anything that says, I see you, okay? That's like hearing a scary noise in the basement and going to investigate it by yourself. Or I don't know. You know what's always pissed me off? In Scooby-Doo, there's a ghost going around, like, trying to cap people and murder them. And they're like, oh, we should split up. That's a terrible idea. You never split up. But that's enough about a Scooby-Doo rant, okay? So Cyrus is trying to get me to click this link and be like, okay, let's go see what the ICU one is. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, that, that's a bad idea. We're just, we're just not going to click that one. So we're avoiding it. So 20 minutes go by and we're going back through the list. We've clicked on most other things that we wanted to. And Cyrus goes, no, click it. Like, I really want to see what it is. Click it. And at this point, I'm feeling experienced, okay? I've been to multiple websites on the dark web now. I'm basically a god-tier hacker, okay? So I, I clicked the link. And what I saw was possibly the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So it's this page, and on it are just a bunch of boxes, probably about four across, and I don't even know how deep the page is. Like, you could basically scroll forever. And in each one of these boxes is someone's webcam. And, and they're just, you know, going about their day, sitting on their computer. Some of them, there's no one in the chair. Like, it's just webcams. 
and and we're sitting here looking at it trying to figure out what it is and then it kind of dawns on us and benji goes holy cow he didn't say cow though this is a website where people have hacked into other people's webcams and it's just displaying all the time. That That's what the ICU was. So we're looking and the people that are sitting in their chairs or are in the background cooking dinner or whatever it is, wherever it is that their webcam can see, they don't know that someone's looking at them. They have no idea that their webcam's on. You can just tell by the way they're, you know, slouched. They're, they're not paying attention. They're not doing anything. Like you can just tell they have no idea that their webcams are on. And up until this point, I was always like, ah, haha, no one's gonna ever hack into my webcam. Like, I don't have to worry about turning it off or unplugging it or, like, covering it. It's never gonna happen. But ever since I've seen this webpage, I literally flip it over against the, like, desk every night before I go to bed. Because after seeing this, I'm just so freaked out. So here we are on a webpage with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of webcams that are on and displayed. And people are just watching them. And my question is, what type of crazy person wants to just watch someone through their webcam for hours and hours at a time? Like, what's even the appeal of hacking into this stuff? So as we're looking at it, we all start to get super creeped out. Because I don't know about you, but I don't like to watch people that don't know they're being watched. I, I, don't, I don't like to watch people, even if they know they're being watched, okay? I just don't like to watch people. So we, we leave the web page and we're like, all right, that's enough for the dark web. You know, like we're, we're not, we're not going to go back on it. I uninstall Tor. I'm like, that was, that's enough for me. After knowing that someone out there is going and having fun, looking at random strangers on the internet, living their life. I'm good. I never want to go back. And later that night, as we're going to sleep, whenever the C920, that's the webcam I have is on, it has these blue lines around it. Basically the blue lines are this, these two little half circles on either side of the camera that are on whenever your webcam is displaying video. And and then we're just like hanging out, you know, we're in the Discord call, like we're about to go to sleep, we're kind of ending things because we're freaked out. And at the same time, Benji and I go, my blue light's on. Unprompted, I mean, like obviously a few seconds apart, but we're both like, my blue light is on. So we're freaking out, we're like, oh god, you know, we, we triggered Anonymous, we're about to die, they're gonna come hack our heartbeats, bro. Like, I don't even know what's going on, but my webcam's on, we were just on this website, we're all freaking out. I unplug mine. I didn't plug it back in for like three months. Ben unplugs his. Cyrus doesn't have a webcam, which is probably good because he has crusty fingernails and nobody wants to see those. And we're all freaking out. We're like, oh no, oh no. We did something we weren't supposed to do. We made someone mad. Like we're going to get hacked. We're all freaking out at this point, right? And, uh, and nothing really ever came of it. We're all fine. We never ended up getting hacked. No one ever came and knocked on our door. But the fact that we were uh, like the fact that somebody was watching our webcams definitely freaked us all out for a long time. And like none of us ever turned them on or plugged them back in for a few months just out of fear that someone was going to watch us, you know, make YouTube videos. So yeah, moral of the story, the only time I've ever been on the dark web, I accidentally stumbled upon a website where um, 50, 60, a few hundred, I don't, I don't even know, I didn't count, webcams were turned on and people were just being spied on while they live their life. So uh, hopefully that's enough nightmare feel for you. Someone's definitely watching you right now, 100% through your webcam, no doubt in my mind. You feel like an idiot today. I hope I really just mess everything up and make a girl want to punch me in the throat. That's usually not people's intention with their, uh, with their crush. Oh, but today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about a kid that ruined it with his crush. I'm talking a terrible amount of ruining it. So this is a friend of mine, and he was trying to impress a girl in our sophomore year of high school, all right? And when you're a sophomore in high school, 
school, you don't think things through, you just kind of do stupid things and hope that it turns out well. And I guess for some reason we thought that impressing girls boiled down to being stupider than everyone else because somehow being the alpha male of stupidity was gonna get chicks. So he liked this girl and we all knew it, so we were like, dang, like let's do a stupid challenge and make him laugh and then when you win the challenge, she'll think that you're like really cute and better than everyone and, and she'll like you. Which, which is a terrible idea, don't do that. So anyways, we're at lunch and I'm like, oh, I bet you that I can drink more milk than you. I don't know why that was the challenge we picked, alright? I'm not saying I was smart, all I'm saying is that's what we did. So we go, we get like 15 of the little cartons of milk, you guys know what we're talking about, and we start doing that thing from Indiana Jones where they're taking shots, except instead of liquor, it's dairy product, alright? And my friend kinda kills me, I think I drink three, but he just finishes, I think, nine or ten of them, so an absolute metric ton of milk. Which is just never, never, never a good recipe, okay? Jumping around being energetic with a gallon of milk in your stomach is a recipe for disaster. So whatever, he wins, everyone's laughing because we look like idiots chugging all this milk, and then he looks at the girl and goes, ha ha, did you like that? And she's like, yeah, I guess it was kind of funny, whatever, and like smiles at him. And at this point, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know how it is, she loves the fact that I won the milk drinking competition. That sounds so stupid to say it out loud. And so he's on top of the world, the girl he likes is full of his crush, he just drank a ton of milk, and all of a sudden you see his face start to change, okay? His eyes kind of pop out of his head a little bit, he starts to go really, really pale, and he tries to stand up from the table and turn around, but as he's turning around, puke, just basically milk with a little bit of other puke in it, just comes shooting out of his mouth, and a little of a bit just hits this girl on the shoulder as he's turning, and the rest just projectiles all over the floor right behind us. And the girl immediately is like, oh my god, that's so disgusting, because now she's got puke on her, and nobody wants puke on them. Especially from somebody that's sitting right next to you that you just watch drink like a gallon of milk. So at this point, I'm laughing because this is too funny for me not to. Yes, I feel bad for my friend for barfing all over his crush, but you're telling me if your friend projectile vomited all over the girl he liked right after trying to impress her, you wouldn't laugh too? That's hilarious. So here we are. This girl's got puke shoulders. She looks like a Civil War general with that little orange thing on her shoulder, except instead of a decoration, it's vomit. My friend is dying of embarrassment and just runs out of the lunchroom as fast as possible. And here I am laughing so hard at the situation. Everyone else at the table is just kind of shocked, slack-jawed, not knowing what's going on going on. Everyone in the lunchroom is kind of staring, and she's like, that was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. I, I, I can't. And then she leaves to go clean off her shoulder and get a new shirt, and we're laughing. And in a couple, couple minutes, I guess, go by, and my friend comes back, and he goes, she's never gonna talk to me again, is she? And I went, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, man. You probably blew it. And he seems pretty disappointed, but he sits down. A few minutes later, the girl comes in with a new shirt from the nurse's office, clearly not too pleased to see that he's back, grabs her stuff, and walks away. And, uh, sat Sadly, she never talked to my friend again, but I, I really can't blame her. If somebody puked all over me, I would not be jumping at the chance to hop back into talking with them, ever. Moral of the story, all you guys out there, uh, don't try to impress women by drinking lots of milk and then jumping up and down, and if you are gonna vomit all over the place, make sure it's not on them, because uh, it, it's not flattering, it'll probably ruin your relationship. The best part about all this is my friend to this day, we still call him puke shoulder, because he vomited all over the girl he's like shoulder, and every time he would date a girl or bring one around we of course have to embarrass him and tell her the story and uh yeah he dies of embarrassment every single time which i can't blame him An another moral of the story anything you do in high school will probably follow you around if you keep your friends so be careful enjoy life and uh remember not to vomit all over people
On that note, guys, that's going to do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, be sure to press that like button, comment down below, and subscribe if you're new. I'm, I'm really enjoying story times. They're a really relaxing thing. They're not as stressful as the Scrubby videos. I don't have to worry as much about, you know, what I'm saying, how I'm saying it. I just kind of talk until I, I feel like I don't want to talk anymore. And I appreciate all the support. The fact that you guys love it really means a lot to me. And uh, I, I just I just wanted to say thank you. So, yeah, like button, comment, subscribe, all that Gucci gang stuff. And hopefully... I'll see you guys tomorrow with another video. I'll talk to you guys later. I'm out. Peace.